guys, welcome back. We're going to dive into um, Hebrews, finish up the book today, and then we'll go into Philemon as well and read that since we're almost done with Hebrews. Uh, before we get started, of course, if anyone out there needs a Bible, if you do not have a paper, hard copy, physical Bible to study out of and you would like one, let us know. Message us. Um, you can go to aphomechurch.com and all of our info, contact info is right there on the front page. Shoot us a message, let us know, and we would be happy to um, get one. That's where we want to connect with all of you guys at um, and do anything that we possibly can to help and to really connect and interact with one another. So that resource is there for you if you need it. Um, prayer requests, please send those to us as well. And uh, then go ahead and just pause this real quick. Take a moment to just be in prayer before we get started. And then we'll come back and dive in. All right. Um, if you haven't listened to the other ones for Hebrews, you should probably go back because none of this will make sense. <laughs> so go and listen to the other ones. And we, we did kind of fly through Hebrews. I, I did say at the beginning that I wasn't going to give a huge because this book is really, really deep. And I didn't really want to spend like 12 and a half hours on it, although we could. And maybe again, uh, we'll we'll come back to it and spend a lot more time with it. The daily studies were was just to be, shorter, to be a shorter, quicker one. So that's that's definitely this what is what I'm we do, do with our kids. Yeah. And so obviously, there's certain things that when we're sitting down doing our family Bible study, we're not going to dive into those things because. That would be too much for like our eight-year-old, possibly. Mm -hmm. You know what? I mean? Maybe not. They surprise you also as well. But so we've tried to take our morning one and make it like an adult one for us in the afternoon. But it's the yeah. same thing but that we went over. But still, totally that you could do with with your kid. kids. Yeah, as because well. we did. I mean, uh, this is all stuff that we talk to our kids about. But yeah. yes, we we definitely don't get into everything. But before we start uh, reading in chapter twelve, want to go back because I'll end up stopping in verse one if I don't, just to kind of explain this real quick. Uh, in verse 1, it says, Since we are surrounded by a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Okay, we just read in chapter 11 all the different examples to faith that the author gave of all the Old Testament um, heroes, as it, will, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, Abraham, so on. So this little statement right here, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, is really an interesting cool little statement because that's giving you uh, that's giving you the idea that these Old Testament heroes are literally watching your life of faith hmm. that you're living yeah and so we since we are surrounded by all these people that have lived by faith and that have passed on living by faith um, but it, the way that the author says it in verse or I mean yeah in verse 1 is that this is this is a living crowd of people in a sense watching something happening so we can just start there with that therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him he endured the cross disregarding its shame now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people then you won't become weary and give up 
After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline, and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are really not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us, so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It is painful. But afterwards there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So, before we go too much further with that, I always talk about how God is our earthly father and how we should constantly view him in light of that in in light of a father and that's also how that we should train our children up in the love of the father mm -hmm. and, and we have a lot to learn but here what he's saying in 12 is the lord will constantly pursue you as his child so if there's something off in your life if there's a way that you're not walking that could end up leading into your destruction the lord is going to do everything he possibly can to get you to turn and repent and he will not leave you alone um so you just always have to remain humble enough to receive that discipline well and i think it's so cool to look at I mean, look at our relationship with our children, right? Your relationship with your children is worlds different than, say, your relationship with a coworker or that dude that was standing behind you at the grocery store yesterday, mm -hmm. right? Like, our relationships are so, like, it's just so crazy to think about how different they are. Mm -hmm. But they were perfectly crafted by God himself, right? Mm -hmm. So we have this way that he's able to give us a glimpse of insight into him and how he feels and how right. he acts and how he does things by the way that we have these various mm -hmm. relationships like ex the example here of like children right if you are disciplining your children mm -hmm. it is because you love them you want the best for them you have their best interest you're older and wiser and know better than they do therefore you are trying to teach them and mm -hmm. lead by example and do all of this stuff you know and so yeah we even though we are adults 
our Heavenly Father knows much more than we do. He has the whole picture. He is trying to help us and shape us. But sometimes we act like spoiled little children who throw fits and don't want to take the discipline and then bad things usually happen, you Mm -hmm. know. And so taking and learning from that, yeah, it might not be fun while you're going through the process. It usually isn't. But um, look what you gain in this instance, righteous living, salvation. Right, right. And and the other way way to look at it is it's kind of two parts here because it – I know I read a lot there, but – talking about the sin that's in the involved in this world that so easily can trip us up that so easily does trip us up um you know definitely steering away from that because we have these awesome witnesses of the faith of people that have already been through this and it have made it mm-hmm. so we just keep our eyes focused on the fact that hey yeah it does suck you know, there's a lot around us here, but we can make it through. We don't have to give in to the world's yep. madness. Yeah. We can live this life through faith. Think about all the things that Jesus went through from sinful people saying about him. And none of us have given our lives up for, you know, for the yeah. for, against this struggle like that. None of us can. Um, so remembering all that, encouraging it, and then just remember that during this this race in your struggle the lord will discipline you and he will direct you so that kind of sums up that whole little chunk there i think i don't remember what verse we're on though 12 see that's why i have to be here that's why that's the only reason why i'm invited no. to bible study <laughs> to no. remind you where you're at it's our bible study it wouldn't work if it was just mine yeah because you'd still be on like the one you recorded five days ago <laughs> <laughs> Still talking. I would be. I wouldn't have anybody here to ring me in. I wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> you would do good. Oh, sure. Verse 12. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. Verse 14. Work at living in peace with everyone, and work at living a holy life, for those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Poisonous root of bitterness. Something we want to stay away from. Something that can easily happen in this life to everybody. Oh, bitterness is hard. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. I think and it can, the, the, it can happen in a minute. I think the veggie tells the rumor weed. How it grows <laughs> up, right? Like the, the rumor the, weed, like yeah. The thing, I, yeah. if you guys don't watch veggie tells, and nobody knows That wouldn't make sense, but yes, it did for that. But yeah, the no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Um, corrupting many. That's because of bitterness. Yeah. Bitterness is a big deal. No. Verse 16. Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son for a single meal. <laughs> you know that afterward, when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance even though he begged with bitter tears 
That is terrifying to think about. Mm -hmm. Afterward, he wanted his father's blessing, but he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. And you know, that's what's so funny, because you, you read that I want that story. on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, it's funny, because when you look back and you read that story, right? You're like, but the blessing wasn't his. Like, you couldn't just take it back and give it to him. Yeah. Like, that whole idea of the blessing couldn't be given again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it just seems weird. It seems totally out of the norm to anything in our life. Well, he was wrong, so why couldn't you? It's, it's a blessing. It's just something you say. Like, you could say it yeah, again. Yeah, people have no idea the weight of what that Like, it doesn't make was. sense, yeah. though, because that's just such a foreign yeah, idea it is. It's to kind anything of weird, yeah. we have in our life here. And you look at some of these, like, Old Testament stories, and you're like, I just don't get it. I don't get why. I don't get the weight of it. Like, I understand the reasoning, but it just, I don't know. It's so weird. But then you look at it now, what, 4,000 years later, and you have this example when his, that afterward, when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. Well, how does that apply to the end of the story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we look back in that old time, and that was like a story that now it's like, I, I really don't understand that. Like, why did that happen? I don't get it. But then you look at it here at the end of this big picture to see that example. If you do not do these things during your time on earth that you have here, and you don't listen, you don't repent, you don't turn away, you don't do these things, then you will be rejected and it will mm -hmm. be too late for repentance even mm -hmm. though you're begging with bitter tears your father is going to say sorry mm -hmm. you missed the boat you didn't want it all this time i've been trying and trying and trying but you know what i mean you just look at those old testament examples and then you see them brought into this like big picture and you're like oh so that's where that story's there <laughs> like i get it now you know like looking back you see the example yeah that just always gets me, though, when you read some of those Old Testament stories, and you're like, I, why? There's still a few that I have questions on. Like, I can't wait to actually get to heaven and go, like, meet these people and be like, okay. <laughs> I just have to ask some questions here. What is this? Why is it in here? Like, you're blowing my mind with this stuff. You're on verse 18, because I'm sure you don't know where you're at. No, I don't. You have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touches a mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven, who have now been made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood which 
speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. For this means that all of creation will be shaken and removed, so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with a holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. I don't think I need to comment on that. <laughs> so again, though, discussing to listen to our messenger, the, whole, the one who is speaking, so that we can escape right if we if we do not listen and we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven then we will not escape well what aren't we going to escape mm-hmm i'm assuming it's the really really bad stuff yeah, that's coming <laughs> what else I would, would hope we be so. concerned about Consu- <laughs> considering the fact that we're not destined to wrath and yeah jesus saved the one who saves us from the wrath to come That was a good 12. Yeah. And now chef on the... 13. I like this. Again, practical instructions. So all these things are great. We understand that. How does that look literally in our lives today? Yeah, I guess these, these are probably some of the most important words in the book now. and The, the concluding words. Mm-hmm. Keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. I guess I will I guess I will mention something I was going to stop on to just to say the have entertained angels without even realizing it. Yeah, there's there's no reason not to believe that that's literal. Sure. And that it's possible that God definitely has messengers that are not, you know, definitely has vessels to accomplish his purposes. He did it in the days of old. Sure. But... And, it, and it wouldn't, it, even though we're in a different time, that still doesn't mean it doesn't happen. You hear all kinds of those crazy stories. Sometimes they're wacko and they're, they're, you can tell the people are crazy. But then you hear those stories that you're just like, man, you know, like that, the, the like the guy that like stopped on the side of the road to help and then they never saw him again ever. Yeah. You know, like nobody knew who the guy was ever. Yeah. You know that type of thing. Yeah. So I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. I don't think it's too crazy to assume that. All right, verse three. Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. Give honor... Sorry. No. Which there is plenty of going on today, and I feel like our 
country's media gives it like zero attention unless it meets somebody's agenda and I think we almost get this false sense of left or right agenda yep I get think we get this false sense of keeping ourselves at the center of our focus and not putting people like the Christian church in China in the Middle East in North Korea in Africa, it, I mean, you could go on and on these lists of these countries where Christians are the most persecuted group today. And the way that they're having to live, the weight, I mean, they are living these things straight out of the first century Christians that we have recorded here in these books. I mean, our little posh lives can't even fathom it's pretty, what they're going it through. It's pretty crazy. I was reading some articles on that the other day, um, just some different things, and they like they have their social media uh-huh. their cell phones mm-hmm. it's like straight up 1984 over there it like it really is yeah they they track down these churches and look at what they're saying and then they it, it, they come in and they kick it, it's crazy mhm and, yeah, there's no way that any kind of persecution like that in the United States would last. We'd have a – yeah, I mean, we'd die. Yeah, and so that's where, I mean, when we when we look at these things, these are literal things that we need to be doing. Those who are in prison, those who are being mistreated, all of these things for Or Christians Christ. in Muslim countries are the that's worst. That's what I'm saying, thing. like the yeah. Middle East just in general. But, yeah. I mean, it's it is so big, the Christian persecution, and I don't think – because we don't hear about it often There's unless we go searching for it. a lot of Syrian Christians. Yes, I think it is. A lot of Palestinian is, Christians. We, we need to pray for them. We need to be aware. We need to be watching. We need. I mean, there's and there's there's literal physical and monetary things that we can do to help. And I think we need to make sure that we're putting more weight in that because I don't think we are. Yeah, I don't think we are. Yeah. So. I, All right. Yeah, that's good. Verse four. Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can stay with confidence. The Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace, not from rules about food, which don't help those who follow them. would go out to uh, those the well, extremely Torah observant. You have to eat kosher. You have or, to be a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. You have to be a ve- I mean, there's quite there's, a bit in Yeah, all you could this. go on forever with that. Which again, if you feel that you want to do any of those things, go ahead and That's do That's fine. It just doesn't help you with anything. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Verse 10. We have an altar from which the priests in the tabernacle have no right to eat. Under the old system, the high priest brought the blood of animals into the holy place as sacrifice for sin. 
and the bodies of the animals were burned outside the camp. So also Jesus suffered and died outside the city gates to make his people holy by means of his own blood. So let us go out to him outside the camp and bear the disgrace he bore. For this world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. Yeah, people are going to get sick of me saying that. I don't care. This world is not our home. We have nothing to look forward to. No, this here. isn't where we look forward There's to There's no, it, it's, you know, planning, you know, keep being smart about your future is one thing, but being completely occupied with your future here is not biblical. Is not biblical. And if your eyes are constantly focused on Christ, it's real hard to have your eyes on anything here. I mean, you definitely want to serve him and do your duty while the t with the time that you have. But every thought and everything should be wrapped around being completely reconciled and completely, you know, being in the presence of the Lord again. Fifteen. I shouldn't say completely reconciled. I should say... Um, you're really quiet, so it doesn't matter what you're saying because nobody will be able to hear you. Okay, well, never mind then. 17? 15. <laughs> Why did it scroll down? 15. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. Nobody else's, his. Not a flag. Nope. And don't forget... To do good and share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. Pray for us for our conscience is clear. And we want to live honorably in everything we do. And especially pray that I will be able to come back to you soon. Now may the God of peace, who brought up the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to pay attention to what I have written in this brief exhortation. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released from jail. If he comes here soon, I will bring him with me to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the believers there. The believers from Italy send you their greetings. May God's grace be with you all. Amen. That was... What? That's all Hebrews. That was all, yeah, that was the end. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, if we, ha if anybody has questions or if I didn't get, because like I said, I know that we did fly through this one really, really quick. Um, but yeah, b feel free to message us to ask. Join yeah. us on Saturday. Yeah, we do the live on Saturday at noon Eastern. <coughs> Excuse me. 
And then Sunday mornings we do our, um, we release the Bible study going through the book of Matthew. Um, we also, with our Yeah, family, now that one, I'll go through that one. We, yeah, we've been going through Matthew better. slower. So the daily one's kind of shorter, um, just getting with our family and reading through the word every single day. We usually do three chapters a day. Um, again, that's just sitting down with all our kids and reading it with them, and that's what we want to share mm-hmm. in here. And then Sunday, we're moving a little bit slower um, mm-hmm. to go through it. Our family also read Philemon um Oh, were we going to do that day? on this one? I don't. I mean, if you want to read it now, or if you guys just want to go and read it on your own, um, that's kind of up to you. Yeah, I mean, we don't. We don't need to whole make a whole separate one up. Yeah. So I mean, if you guys want to go and sit down with the kids, with your husband, with your family, and and read through Philemon, it's a good one too. Just talking about. Um, I mean, it's really really short. Um, it's a short. It's day. a short letter. Uh, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot to be taken from it, but I don't think it warrants a whole <laughs> a whole episode. A whole episode on it. So thank you guys for hanging yeah. out with us and we will be back um tomorrow with our next daily Bible study. Yep. Thank you.